Hey, this is Fireman Rob. You know, optimal performance isn't something that happens just by accident. I know this for a fact from being a fireman and doing way too many Ironman triathlons and full firefighter gear. But everybody always asks me, what's your secret? I can give you one secret. That's the right stuff, hydration. Hydration is important when it comes to being present in the moment, ready to run into the fires and being capable of showing up every single time at your best. The Right Stuff was created for NASA by NASA for their astronauts. Now it's trusted by professional athletes in Major League Baseball, NBA, NFL, and most of the top tier college sports. It's not an accident to prepare yourself to be great. If you're looking for that next edge, go to therightstuff-usa.com and enter the code FIREMANROB and you'll get 10% off at your checkout. This is an opportunity I wouldn't pass up. I have and still do use The Right Stuff. It's serious hydration for serious athletes, from the weekend warriors to those on the front lines. Make this a part of your habits to be the best you daily. Welcome to Forged in the Fires podcast with Fireman Rob. Being a fireman, father, veteran, husband, world record holder, and Ironman, he brings stories of experience to impact your life while challenging you to live it. What do you want from your life? Why do you want it? Are you willing to go through the challenges to get there? If you have the courage to take that first step, let this podcast be the catalyst to start your fire while you bring the resilience to make it continue to burn. Our lives are made up of moments called right nows. So let's get started. Forged in the Fires podcast with your host, Fireman Rob, begins now. We got the same blood, the same blood. Stay by your side, it's right or die. We've got the same. All right, welcome back to the Forge in the Fires podcast. I'm your host, Rob Verhelst, better known as Fireman Rob. Thanks so much for joining us today. Now today, if you weren't inspired, if you woke up and you're like, gosh, I just can't get going. Well, I got a guy for you. This guy has is an international best-selling author he's really a game changer i I met him at a at a a speaking course he doesn't need a speaking course because he is just an amazing motivator he has a podcast called game changer mentality his name is rodney flowers rodney how are you doing today uh rob pan i'm great man thank you for inviting me to the show i'm excited to be here excited to connect with you once again you know you mentioned when uh you and i first met man i i remember that like yesterday uh <laughs> you're such a cool dude man and i'm glad that we are still connected and have a chance to uh to uh, work together today well you know i i remember your story and i i follow you and i listen to your podcast and i it's just you know it's it's really hard to show people also your impact because a lot of it's through action too but let's 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 give the people a perspective um because they know a little bit but Give them a perspective of, in 1993, how your life changed. Well, so, you know, just like many teenage boys, um, I wanted to play sports. I was an athlete, and I had dreams of uh, going to the NFL. And so I had dedicated my body, my mind, and everything to, you know, just being a great football player. That, that was sort of like my dream. That was my passion. And I loved it. And, right. you know, I was I was a star player. and during my uh, sophomore year, the first game of my sophomore year, we were kicking the ball off to start the third quarter. And I was running down the field, and I seen the kick returner heading towards my side of the field. 
And I wanted to make a tackle. I wanted to make a play. I wanted to make, you know, oh yeah, something spectacular happen. And so I hit this guy, <laughs> boom. And uh <laughs> I went down, he went down, but you know, I was I was unable to get back up. And so, you know, people started running out on the field, you know, you know, first of all, they were yelling like good hit, good hit, you know, they were all excited until they realized I couldn't move. Right. And that's when, you know, the reality of the situation set in and people realized that I was really badly injured. And, you know, long story short, you know, I go to the hospital, you know, they run a lot of tests. Uh, and what's interesting about these tests, they were trying to figure out how severe my accident was because I couldn't move. I couldn't feel. I couldn't. All I could do is just shake my head. You know, that's all I could do is move my head. Jeez. And, um, you know, they wanted to see how severe this injury was. So they started, you know, doing these evaluations and tests and they started cutting the bottom of my feet and my feet were bleeding. I remember being in the uh, emergency room and my dad was like, hey, can you feel that? <laughs> and uh, I'm like, feel what? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm... <laughs> it's like they're cutting your feet, your feet are bleeding. And, and that just really sent me into just a space where it was just, beyond describable and unbelievable because I could not feel that. Ugh. And uh, immediately they put me on a helicopter, sent me off to uh, Duke Medical Center where about eight, eight, nine, maybe about 12 hours later, they diagnosed me as quadriplegic paralyzed from the neck down and very, very little chance of being able to recover and walk again. Just, and, uh, that wasn't going to hold you back. Well, it did for a while, uh, just to be completely honest, uh, yeah. that devastated me and yeah. it, you know, I had a pity party. I felt sorry for myself. I felt, I felt God had, <laughs> I was mad at God right? and, uh, it took about a year for me to even get myself, my mindset in a space where I could even begin to recover, to be honest with you. It's, it's crazy, you know, and, and. Out of all of that, and it was interesting because I love that you said, you know, you couldn't get up, but transition to now, you have a best-selling book called Get Up, I Can't, I Will, I Did, Here's How. You didn't, you, you, you said you had your pity party, but then you started to transition and you were a young man. How did, how did that, when you're a young man, transition to what you're at now, what was that mindset shift that you had? Well, the pivotal moment was, you know, I'm feeling sorry for myself. and I'm hating life. You know, like many people right now with this COVID situation, they're probably hate, hating right. life right now. With what right. And so, yeah, I could totally relate. I mean, it was, it sucked. Everything about it sucked. Um, However, I, I begin because of the misery, I begin to ask myself a series of questions. And you know, the the questions were why am I hurting? Right? Because I couldn't feel anything, so I wasn't in any physical pain. Right. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't that your feet were uh, in pain. Right. Right. Because I couldn't feel anything. And so it was an emotional thing, right? And right. Uh, yeah, I was hurt because I couldn't do what I wanted to do, where I couldn't even get up and go get a glass of water. So that was painful in and of itself. But more so, it was the the dream that I was after. I, I knew I couldn't play football again. I knew that the vision that I had of my life was threatened. The things I wanted to accomplish. So football was a 
ends to a means, right? I wanted to play football so I could do a lot of other things. And and that's what drove me. And then just being a football player was a plus. So, I mean, I I always wanted to be independent and get out and get my own, make my own money, you know, you know, go to college, get a job, just live the life. Right. I mean, right. And then all of those things just seemed to not be possible for me in, in a, in an instant, it was just over. And I was trying to figure out how how am I going to get that? Because that would bring some sense of happiness to my life, some sense of normalcy, some sense of accomplishment, because I felt like life was completely over. Like I wanted to die because I felt like in the condition that I'm in, what what's the reason to live? Right. Um, and so when I asked myself those questions, things came to mind. You know, I, I mean, I was really authentic with myself. Uh, and that to me means being real with myself, not being my real self, but being real with myself. Hmm, and I, like I began to say, hey, well, you know, you, you may feel better, number one, if you had a better attitude, because I had a you know a really nasty attitude. Uh, you may feel better if you were to accomplish something, even the smallest thing. You know, that's some sense of accomplishment that you that would make you feel better. And that just grew. And I just began to see that, you know, the things that I wanted in football, which was, you know, to be great, you know, make a lot of money, have an impact. I had that same opportunity because here I am in a place where if you overcome this. That's going to have an impact on people. Right. That's going to be inspirational. And so I realized that what I had was the greatest opportunity. I had a great opportunity to to do something with my life that was meaningful. And I was like, oh my gosh, like just immediately, instead of feeling sorry for myself, I felt, oh, oh, okay, now I have a responsibility. Mm-hmm. This is a privilege and it sucks, <laughs> but this, How is, did this you is my opportunity. Change that mindset. I mean, you know, to go from, gosh, I, I have to know because one of the biggest things you I look at is, you know, you have a challenge every single day a challenge every single day, but at the same time, you're also challenging to be even more successful than most people who have the capabilities, you know, to, to be able to see these, these challenges as opportunities. What is that like on a daily basis? Cause it, it has to be struggling. Well, so you have to have a different per- perception about struggle. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I, so, so we're really getting deep into the conversation here because, you know, I came to realize just through this accident, um, I came to appreciate challenge and mm-hmm. obstacles for what they are. And, you know, typically you want to avoid challenges and obstacles, right? Because they're uncomfortable. They stretch you. They hurt. They stop you from going where you really want to go. It's like a, right. It's like a, 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 a obstruction. Yeah. Uh, and, and and it's true, they are. However, they are necessary in order for growth. And so I had a growth mindset without realizing that I had a growth mindset. You know, I, I shifted to a growth mindset. And for me, shifting to a growth mindset, I didn't there was no other alternative other than to have a pity party. And there's that aggressive, gritty football player side of me that wouldn't allow that to go on but for so long. I mean, that was right. kind of innate in me. Um, but I realized that in order for things to change, I was going to have to change it. Number one, the doctors couldn't do it. There was no PO procedure or anything else that was going to change the situation. 
uh, mom and dad couldn't do it. So I had to figure out, you know, how, how, how am I going to find my own happiness? And that started a chain of events, you know, of looking within, you know, practicing mindfulness, understanding what my core values are. Who am I in this? What am I going to do? You know, because I was looking for answers from out there and I wasn't receiving yeah. any. And so by doing that, you know, it just caused me to look at, hey, yeah, you're you have this challenge, but in the mix in the mix of getting over this challenge, you're gonna get you're gonna become better. You know, your mentality. For example, you know, I started, you know, I was really strong in my body. And I had a strong mind, but this was challenging my mind even the more. And, you know, where I am now, I mean, this is progress. You know, it took a series of years to get to where I am now and speak the way I'm speaking about it now. But in the early infant stages, it was just little baby steps. And then seeing how I felt by, you know, one's little small accomplishment over the other. And the thing about it is because I wanted my, my vision, I created a vision. Right. And I would make baby steps towards that vision. And that would just make me even hungrier, you know, and I started to build <laughs> on those little small successes and I seen the benefit of that. And so I just, I just kept going because I felt like there was, it was like my back was up against the wall. I had one way to go and one way only. And so I just I love it. forward. I love it. And, uh, you know, on your website, you can go to rodneyflowers.com. One of the things that I was looking at, it said, the most tragic blows in your life can give you passion and purpose if you choose and commit. Now that is, that is you to a T. I mean, that's, that's a shirt you should be wearing every day. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but tell me more about that finding that purpose and passion, because that had to be a struggle too, because you, as you were talking about it, you know, it, you wanted to make an impact and you wanted to be successful as a football player but now changing to making an impact by just being able to, like your book says, get up. Well, because that's the thing that everyone struggles with. Everyone struggles just like now. I mean, it's so evident in the news now how the world is struggling with COVID-19. And it's right. not just COVID-19, it's isolation. It's being at home. It's the yes. technology we have to use now and all of these things. And then you can see the symptoms of having to deal with that. <laughs> you know, right. people are complaining and, you know, all of the the the, the woes and, and the difficulty and challenge that comes with being, you know, having to do things differently. And so I've been there before. I know what that's like. And it's, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, it's 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 not really... Uh, it's just unfamiliar. That's what I call this. That's a, a great way of putting it. <laughs> unfamiliar. Because we get into the place where we complain. It's like, oh my God, I got to do it this way and this and that. I want things to go back. And it's like, the only problem is it's just unfamiliar with to you. And that's why you feel the way you feel. That's why it's, you know, it's uncomfortable. You don't like it. You haven't been doing it. You got to do it. You got to learn something new. Most people don't want to learn anything new. And so right. we have to learn, something new, especially when we have to do it and it seems like we're having, we're forced to have to do it, right? We couldn't make this decision on our own to learn this technology and telework and do all the things we're doing now because of COVID. You know, we're kind of forced into this environment. You know, we don't like that. And I, I was the same way, but I seen what I could get out of the situation, okay? And then I seen where I could go in the situation. I seen the possibilities and the opportunities of doing it this way. Okay, I could still get to right. my 
go. I could still score. I could still become a champion. I could still be a star player in my own life. Well, how are you going to do that? And so I begin to see that even in the situation that I'm in, how could I inspire someone? That's a score for me. Okay. How could I be successful financially? How can I get a job? How could I, how can I increase my value? How could I do some of the same things I wanted to do as a football player or as an individual before I, I got hurt? And, you know, things came to mind and, and the ultimate goal was to walk again. That was the, 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 the biggest goal that I had. And I had just committed my life to being the type of person that would accomplish that. And if that meant changing my attitude and changing some of the beliefs I had about myself, beliefs about what's possible, I was committed to doing that. I love it. I love it. And, and talk about be successful. You know, you didn't just, uh, walk again. Like you said, you wanted to get, you wanted to be successful. I mean, you have a bachelor's degree, um, in business administration. You have a master's degree in business administration. You've worked for 20 years, um, doing a, as a contract officer for the DOD and the U S Navy. You didn't just say, you know, I want to survive. You said, I want to thrive. <laughs> That's, I mean, what a powerful role model. How does that feel to go from wanting to be like a, a sports star to actually being a life role model? Well, so I just took the passion that I have for the game. And <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, I took the passion that I have for football. And I related it to life. And I've created what I call the game changer mentality. And, you know, so when I was playing football, I was a running back. So I carried the ball. And then the, the, the goal was to, to, every time they gave me the ball, the goal was to get to the goal line to score. However, you have opposition that's trying to stop you. And they tackle you. And then you have to try again. Um, and so to me, that's, I'm still playing that game in, in my life. And the world is filled with opposition. However, I'm still charged to be my the best version of myself to bring forward my gifts and my passion and my contribution to the world, whatever that is. In this case, it is being an example to people of what's possible. You got a guy 15 years old, suffered a spinal cord injury, you know, paralyzed from the neck down. Doctor says it's going to be a vegetable for the rest of his life, but look at everything that I'm accomplishing. So for, for me, my goal is to be an example of what's possible if we don't give up, even if we right. get hit to get up and go again. And then there's things that we learn along the way as a result of the opposition, if there was no adversity on the field, we would not grow. And so I've learned to embrace the challenges that show up in life and open my eyes to the opportunities that exist for me in those challenges. Because there's a lot. I mean, you look at a butterfly, you know, that's wrapped up in a cocoon. If you would help this butterfly out of the cocoon when he's seemingly struggling to get out, it's to the butterfly's demise. Now the butterfly right. will not have the strength to spread its wings and fly. And so right. the what we call what was seemingly challenging for us is actually development phases. You know, it's opportunities for us to increase our territory, but we have to have the right mindset whenever we go through those challenges. And then we have to ask ourselves, who are we going to be in this challenge? You know, and if we want to get on the other side, what type of person is able to get to the other side of this challenge? Who do I have to be? What type of characteristics do I have to have? And that's, to me, that's being authentic. That's being authentic with yourself, understanding 
areas where you need to improve and then being willing to take action towards those things to get there. I love it. I love it. Now you say you have to choose who do you want to be? And you said you're a running back. And so I'm, I'm picturing you as a running back, as a speaker and a role model. Now I saw you wearing a Cowboys shirt. I, I'll, I'll forgive <laughs> you for that. When you're going through your rehabilitation, who would you, yes. who would you say that you're more like, like sweetness, uh, Eric Dickerson, Emmett Smith, you know, wh- who would you equate yourself to as a speaker? As the running back, Emmett Smith. I figured that. <laughs> I was gonna say anybody fact, but a cowboy. <laughs> well, I, I idled, so I idled. Honestly, you know, I'm guilty as charged. I idled Emmett Smith when I was young, and you know, he was an amazing running back. Obviously, oh, yes. he had one of the greatest offensive lines, you know, in NFL history. However, uh, he was still good in his in his own right. So I would have to say, I would have to say Emmett. I love it. And, and, and when you think about a running back, it's the vision and, you know, everything that you're saying on this podcast is, is gold because that's what a running back is. You have to have the vision, not just of the immediate hole in the line, but you have to have the vision of where am I going to go after I go through that hole? Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I want people to go to your, uh, your podcast. You can go to the game changer mentality podcast. You have great guests on there. It's a, it's a place of uh, motivation, insight, powerful strategies. Like you said, it's the game changers, um, the Emmett Smiths of the podcast world. Uh, am I wrong in saying that? No, absolutely. I, 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 I received that. And, and I believe that, you know, for everyone, you know, maybe you're not a sports enthusiast. Uh, and, and you have no idea what we're talking about here when we talk about, you know, <laughs> But the, the, I just, I just want to say that, you know, in life, in the game of life, there is opposition, period. And right. you're so right when you talk about vision, you know, a lot of times when we get hit, it's not the hit that, that hurts us. It's the distraction of the hit. It's the loss of focus because of the hit. You know, when you get hit, you still have to focus on getting to the goal. And so like with COVID-19, a lot of people are just distracted on that we've been hit so hard. It's like their goals have gone out the window. The things that they wanted to accomplish in 2020 have gone out of the window, right? And and, and it's because right. they're distracted. And I don't believe in living from out there. Like as a running back, you know, yeah, I may have gotten tackled by the opposition, but I still have a game plan. I still right. have an objective. And I may have to adjust my game plan. I may have to go back into the huddle and take a time out and realize you know, what the defense is doing. How is the opposition playing me? What changes do I need to make? Who do I need to be as a player to continue to thrive, to continue to score? And that's what we have to do in life whenever we get hit. Because in life, you're going to get hit. You can't go You can't go from birth to death without thinking you're going to get hit. You are going to get hit. It's just, <laughs> well, if you're, it's just if you're the, the punter or the long snapper, you can. <laughs> Even they get hit, however, you know, sometimes they feel like, you know, yeah, I'm not going to get hit. I'm played it. And that's called playing it safe. But here's the thing about that. They are very rarely on the field. That's you hit it on the head. I was hoping you'd go there. <laughs> they are very rarely on the field. And so, you yeah. know, they don't get much playing time. You know, right. if you don't get much playing time, I mean, they win by association because they're on the team. But if you're going to be a major player in your own life, if you're going to be the star of your own life, if you yes. want to be the champion of your life, 
you have to play the game. You have to get on the field and you're going to get hit. So I believe that the key to success is being able to manage the opposition. You have to be able to manage it and you have to be able to navigate it. That's the key. It's not avoiding it. It's having the skill set to navigate it. I love it. I love it. You need to go to RodneyFlowers.com. You need to get his book, Get Up, uh, one of the international bestseller. Uh, you need to listen to his podcast, The Game Changer Mentality Podcast. Uh, one of those things that you need to put on your list to go to that website and find out more, RodneyFlowers.com. Rodney, I always end my podcast the same way. I have uh, three questions that I asked you, and then we have a rapid round Um you are you. You've got a well. You just got so many quotes that I. I, I don't know if I can pull enough of them to put on social media, <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. So, are you ready for the three questions? I didn't give them to sure. you before, so that uh, I, I like to challenge no, I'm you. Ready. All right, absolutely. Well, you know I love challenges, right? I I know this first question is actually I don't even know if it's worth it because I saw your skydiving photo. Um, <laughs> what is one thing you haven't done? but is outside your comfort zone. Ah, uh, wow. Hmm. I know that's a challenging question because really. <laughs> huh. Well, I haven't swam with, with sharks. Uh, I, w- I would like to do that. Oh, I like that. I would like. Yeah. All right. Now it's, now it's, now it's documented. I want to see those pictures. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right what you you've got so many great quotes what your what's your favorite one and why oh man <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me i'm challenging you more than everything my my favorite quote man i have so many of them <laughs> huh it's always challenging when you ask a speaker this because they're like, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that is challenging. I don't, I don't know. Um, let's come back to that one. We can come back to that one. All right. Here's, here's a fun one. If you could pick to have coffee with three other people, they can be a living or deceased at a firehouse table, which means no, no conversation is off the, off the um, chart. You can ask anything. Who would it be and why? Hmm. Uh, so the first one would be Dr. Miles Monroe. And why? Because, you know, he's he was a very authentic thought leader who was just so wise in uh, understanding, you know, who we are as individuals as it, as it relates to, to God and our purpose understanding our purpose, understanding and implementing our purpose in life. And I was able to learn a lot from him, just listening to him. I've never met him, but I read many of his books and I listened to him uh, quite often. And he was just very prolific in leadership and, you know, co-creation and and, and mindset. Uh, so I'll have to, I would love to sit at the table with Dr. Miles Monroe. Um, oh, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Second person I would like to sit at the table would be David Grogan. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, because he's a no BS kind of guy. And so to have the knowledge that 
Dr. Miles Monroe is going to instill, but then the attitude and the determination and the doggoneness uh, of David Groggins. Wow. I mean, that would just set the tone for a very, very powerful uh, individual. You know, yeah, no kidding. His <laughs> mindset. So uh, it would have to be him. And then, you know, I think I would want to sit at the table with, with uh, Barack Obama. And there you go. why? Because compassion, his compassion for people. You know, he has really big heart, is very open-minded, uh, and he has a sort of a global mindset. He doesn't think, you know, narrowly. He has, he's, he's very broad in his thinking. And so I would like to have his, his mindset um, at the table as well. I love it. Now, that's a, that's a good table right there. Who do you think would drink the most coffee? Hmm. Well, it wouldn't be me because I'm not much of a coffee drinker. <laughs> um, if if anything, maybe maybe David, right? Maybe David. I, I think so. I think you hit it on the head there. Just, yeah. He doesn't need yeah. any more coffee though. He, he doesn't. This guy, I don't know what kind of octane he's running off of, but this guy does not quit. Man, he's just. <laughs> I love it. He's, I love it. All right, we're going to the rapid round now. I'm going to give you two options. All you got to tell me is which one you'd pick. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right, paper or plastic? Paper. Super salad? Salad. McDonald's or Taco Bell? Taco Bell. (laughs) Camping or hotel? Camping. Sleep in late or wake up early? Early, early, early. All right, partly sunny or partly cloudy? Partly sunny. There you go. Now, this is an important one. Fire or water? <laughs> water. <laughs> oh, there water. you go. There you go. <laughs> Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. All right. Go big or go home? Go big, baby. <laughs> That's what I am talking about. All right. If you want to know more, go to RodneyFlowers.com. It has been an honor to have you on this podcast, and I'm sure we'll hear from you again on these podcasts. But uh, thanks again for being here, Rodney. Thank you for having me, Rob. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks for joining us this week. Next week, be prepared for something new. Thanks again for joining us on Forged in the Fires with Fireman Rob. Thanks for listening and supporting the Forged in the Fires podcast with Fireman Rob. Remember, don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast, and please share this episode with a friend or family. To find out more about Fireman Rob or reach out about a question, go to www.firemanrob.com. Until next time, live your life forged in the fires.